0: This bonus episode is sponsored by TOTL. TOTL is an all-in-one teaching and learning platform used by over 40,000 educators around the world. This past month, TOTL hosted the largest virtual gathering for school leaders across the globe with 5,000 plus school leaders in attendance. Today, we're going to speak to a fantastic leader who was in attendance to provide their takeaways and insights from the many wonderful presentations offered. My guest today, Katie Amitsai, is a principal located in the United States, and we will be learning about her journey as a young leader of a virtual school which serves students from all over the world. Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire to Lead, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders my name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua Double Underscore Stamper. Candy, thank you so much for joining the Aspire to Lead podcast.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Yes, as we all know, the Toddle event just ended, and the School Leaders Bootcamp was amazing, and I cannot wait to get your takeaways from the event. But before we begin, will you just share a little bit about your educational background?
1: Absolutely. So I am um, currently the principal of North Star Academy, which is an international online school. It's been around for about 25 years, but I began my educational journey. I'm a um, mathematics high school teacher by trade, and I've taught in the state of Georgia at a rural district, and then I moved overseas and helped start the International School of Kabul, which was the only um, accredited international school in Kabul from about 2005 until about 2014 and I moved back to the States around 2010 at which point in time I continued kind of supporting the school in Kabul doing some curriculum development but also started teaching with North Star at that point in time just got my master's in school leadership from Baylor University and have been in this position for about a year now
0: all right you're just in your first year or past your first year of leadership so I want to know some of your learning experiences what was something that surprised you now becoming a school leader
1: Oh my goodness, as a teacher, you realize there are so many moving parts, but there are so many moving parts as a leader that I did not know of even as a teacher behind the scenes. And some of those have to do with. The personalities in positions and having to learn those. Some of them are the assumptions of education behind everybody. Like being able to go back to like really what is the purpose and um, think through those together. And you sometimes you realize you're all on board together, and sometimes you realize hmm, maybe we're not as aligned as we would like to be. And so that has been a a great discovery. I really do work for an excellent school that has a great collective leadership model. So stepping into a leadership role has felt very supported and I haven't felt isolated in that way. Um, I think a lot of it has been finding my voice and figuring out how things work just in a different position.
0: So I want to know about the reason behind attending the Toddle School Leaders Bootcamp. So why did you choose to come and learn from all these amazing speakers?
1: Well, the amazing speakers definitely caught my eye whenever um, that rolled across my my email the first time. Uh, I I've had the pleasure of hearing George Kuros before at an FETC conference and was really inspired by him. Ms. Stephen Covey was one of our regular readings in my master's program, and uh, just the the level of of not being okay with status quo in education and really looking for what's next was very evident in the lineup of speakers, and that excites me because I feel like that um, that's a really exciting place to be. There's a there are so many opportunities right now to maybe force us into rethinking what education looks like, and so so being able to be with international leaders and hear that it was just, oh, I was like, I can't miss this. This has to be, it has to be on my list of things to make.
0: Yeah, George has been on the podcast several times. He's amazing. And Stephen Covey, I mean, I'm looking at my bookshelf and several of the speakers, you know, I have their book on on my bookshelf. They're phenomenal. And I want to know, you know, now that you've gone through the event, seen so many sessions, what really resonated with you the most? Or was there a thread that you felt like kind of went through the event?
1: I have heard this thread for a while and it's just become more and more evident um, to me, maybe because I'm in a leadership position for the first time, but, but it's facilitating such great conversations. And that is, I think, because of input of AI, because of COVID two years ago, so many things are changing in society. Uh, It's really causing us to go back and say, what is the purpose of education? What does that need to look like? How is the current status quo either working towards that or working against it? I had the pleasure of sitting down with some educators who were asked the basic question of what do you say the purpose of education is? What do you think your students would say the purpose of education is? And they just noticed a huge rift between the two. And then when saying, how do we bridge those? It was, I don't know what to do. So being able to hear from leaders that are like, we think we can take those first steps of it's okay if it doesn't look like what everybody else is doing. That's always my closed door of like, what if we did it like this? But could we, can we even do that? And hearing from leaders who are doing things differently and how they're still doing them in an aligned way, in a way that's reputable and, you know, quality education. I love somebody said it's not experimental if you have the research that says it works, even though it looks like it's experimental to people around you.
0: I know this is probably gonna be hard, but is there one takeaway that you're going to implement either in your own journey or bring back to your campus?
1: I've had I heard an analogy a little bit ago and just was reminded of that as I went through several of the sessions Um Covey's especially the whole inspire focus and that that analogy is cattle ranchers in Australia who have such vast lands. They don't worry about trying to build and maintain fences around all of those lands. What they invest their time in is making sure that they have really good wells. And then if the cattle know where the water is, they're going to be there and they're not going to go wandering off in these other places. And I thought, what are we investing our time in? Are we investing our time in the fences um, of trying to keep students in what we think school needs to look like, or are we investing in inspiring them and providing that well? And the same thing with a leader to their teachers. Am I building fences so that they just have to follow this model and everything works great? Or am I investing in inspiring them and building that well and then just trusting that things go, you know, that they will move forward with that mission?
0: Such a powerful metaphor there.
1: This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode.
0: Since you are a building leader, I'm wondering if you can give some advice. So if anyone wants to do something tomorrow or next week, maybe it's an aspiring leader that wants to become a principal someday, what is one thing that you would tell them to do to enhance your leadership journey? Wow.
1: I really think it has to start with you. Like I love spending more time in reflection and, and as a teacher, I know it's hard because it's so busy. And I did not always take the time to do that. And I regret it quite a bit. Because I feel like if I had, if I had paused even just thirty minutes a week to give myself that reflection time of what is going well, of where I need to go, or what my students are you know communicating to me, maybe without even communicating it to me, um, that gives me insight about those next steps. Um, so I would encourage everybody just to take. Some some time to process and reflect. Um, I love learning, but I've learned it doesn't stick if I don't take that reflection time. Um, so so doing that individual work first before moving forward
0: too quickly. Katie, for our listeners here, if they are wanting to connect with you on social media, how can they do that?
1: Absolutely. So I'm on Twitter at Amidzai, Ahmadzai A H M A D Z A I dot Katie. Um, that's, that's my educational professional learning community right there. That's pretty much all I use Twitter for. So I am protected from a lot of the other crazy that's out there. So I would love to connect in that way.
0: Oh, for sure. We got to find our people and, And that's how we grow and, you know, find wonderful advice as far as the reflection process like you're talking about. And I I would say that for all of our folks that we're talking to in regards to the Total School Leaders Bootcamp. Make sure you get online, go on the show notes, click on it, and make sure that you're connecting with all these fabulous leaders around the world. Katie, I'm so appreciative of what you're doing to challenge the status quo in education on your campus. And then, of course, joining me for Aspire to Lead
1: Thanks so much for having me. Again, it was such an amazing opportunity to get to hear from so many people from around the world and great leaders. I'm excited to be able to keep moving forward and I know I'm not alone. I got to hear a lot of great voices.